Hey, everybody. Welcome yet again to another Modern Flirting Podcast. I am joined here with the one and only uh, Hudson Green from Evolve Social. And Hudson, you're, you, I've been looking at some of your stuff, and you're doing something that's very unique and different than the average like dating coach today. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. So targeting, you know, online dating specifically. And yeah, I'm pretty much just doing like Tinder photography here in Melbourne, fashion consults, all that stuff. Yeah. So not really much competition. (laughs) Were you, were you a photographer who got into like the dating world? Were you a dating coach? Who's like, I'm going to go more into the photography world. How did you like combine these, you know, concepts and ideas? Well, it all happened by accident, but uh, pretty much I picked up photography just as a passion. You know, I had like a a filmmaker girlfriend back five years ago, um, started like sort of shooting, doing product photography, shit like that. Then I got into game, moved to Melbourne, got really serious about that. And then when I was in the community, I met coaches and stuff like that. And then one guy just asked me one day, like, hey, do you want to take photos of my Tinder profile? And then I did. And then word just sort of caught on. And before I know it, like I was just doing this shit full time, just doing shoots. And then I got really good at using Tinder myself. And I was running, you know, like four to seven days a week consistently. So I was like, fuck it. Um, Might as well combine this all into sort of one business that does everything throughout the the stages. So for those who are not aware, don't know, your kind of specialty is very much to, you know, photographing guys to give them the maximum chance they can have on Tinder and Bumble, not just taking, you know, good photos, because any photographer could do a good photo, but specifically this photo's designed to get you more swipes, get you more matches. Is that correct? Or is there more to it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's all about the psychology. The way I explain it to people is like pretty much what I am is just like a creative agency for online dating. You know, it's, it's all about knowing what photos are going to con- convert into matches, not just like what looks pretty from a photography fucking perspective, but what actually converts. Okay. So let's, so let's get into that. Let's get into the psychology of what converts. Cause obviously now in times of Corona, when, you know, when we're filming this, like this is huge guys can't cold approach, right? And, uh, there's social distancing. So even social circle can kind of like dry up. But what I've seen exploding is online dating, more so than ever before. And I truly think it's kind of like the future of dating. It's just getting more and more that direction, right? It's just easier to use and whatnot. So what can guys do right now that is going to give them a more attractive profile? So, I mean, there's so much um, to it. But generally, like the rule of all Tinder is like the top 20% get the 80%. Right. So you've got to be in that top 20% of the males on there. Now, I don't think you have to be, um, you know, in the top 20% of good looking dudes being a top 20%. It's like all about the signals you convey. Um, it starts with fashion. That's why I do fashion before they do the profile. So I'll get people to maximize attractiveness outside of their profile. Because you know, if you guys got a shit haircut, shit physique, shit fashion, well, all the good photography in the world isn't going to fix him. So you want to optimize that first is, is what I would say to every fucking dude is like optimize your attractiveness first outside of the photography. Then in terms of the actual photos, it's like you got to understand what attractive body language is. Um, my basic philosophy is just like women are attracted to masculinity, right? Surprise, surprise. So you got to ask yourself, you know, like what are confident 
like masculine traits. Um, not yeah, like masculine in like. So. What was that? You got the beard game on point, so there's masculinity right there. What was that? You got the beard already on point, so there's masculinity right there. There we go. Yeah, you need a beard. So is there a special order to things of like how you guys should do their pictures? I mean, I can give you like my theory, for example, and feel free to shit on it or tell me what's wrong with the idea. But <laughs> I, I was, you know, what I, something I've been telling my guys is looking for uh, a story. Right, because a lot of guys do the same picture over and over again. They're just trying to be like be sexy every time. And I was like, well, what if you show we're not one dimensional? So like, one picture might be the sexy looking one. One picture might be like me and a friend laughing. One picture might be like here's me doing an adventure, like at the beach or mountain climbing or something. Another picture can be like me and like my puppy to get like the awe factor. So I was trying to like come up with like different style. Like each picture says a new thing or invokes a new emotion. But what's your you know take on it? Should we use six pictures, three pictures? Should they all tell a story? Should they all kind of hit like one idea? What's the old, like overall uh, theory behind that? So I more think from just their perspective, it's like main thing they want to find out first is like what you actually look like, mm -hmm. and you know how attractive you are. So the first three shots, that's the main focus. It's just trying to make you look as attractive as possible. So getting the right angles right body posture it's just clear shots of you um good backdrops and then on the fourth shot i might get like them doing an activity so on my profile for example i've got a pic of me uh in a helicopter it looks like i'm flying the motherfucker so that that kind of helps i'm not flying it but it looks cool. <laughs> I, i'm literally like it's funny i'm in the fucking passenger seat but just the way that the shot's done, it's like people think I'm fucking flying it, like for some reason. Um, I don't give a shit, it works. Um, and then, you know, usually the fifth shot, I'm a big fan of um, shots for puppies. Um, it, it sounds fucking corny, but like it actually oh, fucking no. converts. Oh, I have my puppy somewhere. Give it! This little guy. Hold on, let me go for a second, but. This little guy has upped my Tinder game like no tomorrow. I literally just got him during quarantine, and he just helped. So if you want to better your day game and your online game, go get yourself a puppy. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say make that the only reason, but it definitely, it definitely does help. So, it does help. I mean, if you don't do a puppy shot, it's just like you want something that says other positive implications about your life. You know, you could have a shot of you sitting on a yacht. You could have a shot... Um, you know, you behind DJ decks, something just really sort of high value that creates a lot of intrigue about who you are okay. or conveys really positive signals. Yeah. So if I hear you correctly, we got three masculine, sexy. We got one uh, puppy, aw, cute photo. We got one badass lifestyle, you in a helicopter. So you, are you about five or do we have like a six wild card there? You only ever really need, um, you know, like five. You can do six or seven if you want, but the thing is, girls will judge you on your worst shot. So it's always quality over quantity. Like these motherfuckers will have like seven photos, and you know, six of them will be really good, and then they just have one bad shot. Fucks them up entirely. Fact. <laughs> so, all right. So let's say, you know, guys come to you, you know, what can they expect? Because I, you, you wrote something that I found very interesting, and I, I, I agree, is that like you can go to a photographer. And get like a good shot but they have no idea 
what are the right angles, what are the right fashion to actually help you with this specific niche, this specific area of what's an attractive shot for Tinder, for Bumble, stuff like that, right? So I'm guessing there's a problem with just going on and hiring any photographer. What was that? Sorry, the Wait, thing so was breaking up for a bit. I'm saying, you know, some guys might be like, well, why don't I just go hire any photographer in my city? Like, here's a photographer. I'll just have them take, like, nice photos of me. But there's, there's a science to it. There's something like they don't know exactly. They can make like, a good photo, but what's actually going to make you attractive on Tinder? I'm guessing there's a lot more to it than just hiring any photographer. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like the first thing is photographers, you know, they're so fixated with like the rule of thirds, doing that fucking bouquet in the background. The things they actually need to be paying attention to is like, what is that person's best angle? What is the most attractive angle? Like they need to look at the person's strengths. So I will look at a guy and let's say he's fucking like six foot three, but like he's an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> like I'll use that to my advantage. I'll shoot from like below to emphasize his height. So whatever a person's strength is, it's like you first got to be able to realize that and then magnify it. So make it, you know, expand. Um, so, you know, that's really important. But yeah, photographers don't pay attention to that. And are you just only doing Australia or are we going to able to come and meet you here in the States? Well, I was going to go to Europe before fucking COVID hit. Um, so then that happens. In, uh, in the US, I'm currently in the process of hiring photographers and training them right. so they can do shoots in different cities. I want to do Miami, um, Las Vegas, and a few other places. So it's going to be good. I hear Pierce. Remember? So let me ask you this. So here, Pierce, put your face toward the camera. So let's say you're doing a photograph for, you got your face in, for somebody like this, right? What angle could you use to hide his ugliness? Like, what, what could you do for, <laughs> like, is there a, you, you get a lot of uh, questions from guys who are like, I'm too ugly for online dating. Uh, I'm, I'm way too disgusting. I'm too whatever. Are there people who are just can't be helped or can you always maximize someone's look for the better? Well, I mean, there's, there's physical looks and then there's kind of like status and sort of like emotional qualities that can kind of make up for it. But I would say, you know, like if you're 20 kilos overweight and you have like horrible facial symmetry, yeah, like it is going to be a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, so if someone came much... to me like that, I'll just say like lose weight um, beforehand. I don't know. But that said, but I'm probably 20 kilos. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure you do, right? Um, no, yeah, definitely. Not. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Um, yeah, like you, you do have to be in that top 20%. But I will say, like the average looking dude, if you get the right angle, you can make him look like in that top 20%. It's like everyone has an angle. Everyone has a look that will get them in that, in that range. So I know you got a product coming up that, that covers so much. It covers, you know, building the attraction, uh, the fashion, uh, you're getting a profile done, the texting. Let's, you know, let's move away from just the photos. What kind of uh, profile should guys be having? So again, it's like, yeah, you want to, you want to convey status, um, confidence, you know, it's like, your job description is going to gonna play a role, but also like the settings in your shot. So I always take my shots 
in the CBD. So that, that's a big thing. Like if you take shots in the city, that's much better than taking shots somewhere in like the suburbs, right? Because all of the most affluent people live in the city. And further than that, it's like you want to take uh, shots in areas that look sort of like upper class and impressive that are recognized as being areas that convey a lot of status, right? Because, you know, women look at that. Um, so that, that's a big one. Um, obviously, you know, lighting and all that shit play, like, plays a role as well. And then just like good, confident body language, which is a whole topic in and of itself. And, and what about like, do you, do you uh, put anything into the written profile at all? Or is that just kind of like, if you got the pictures, the profile doesn't matter? Bio is like 20% of it, you know? Right. Like it's not, it's not huge, ah, totally. but that said, if you have bad things in your bio, you can completely fuck your account. Gotcha. So it's more about you know, what's not being said than what's being said. Uh, is there any differences between them? Like, so there's Tinder, there's Hinge, there's Bumble, there's Coffee Meets Bagel, there's Match, there's Plenty of Fish, there, you know, for peers, there's Grinder. There's, there's so many uh, apps out there. Uh, what, what are the, are there, do you have different strategies for each app or does it not matter any photos for each one? Um, Tinder is like the OG for like hookups, right? So Tinder is, is very much known for being the, like more sexual. Um, Hinge is definitely more relationship orientated, like designed to be deleted. You know, the fucking motto says it all. Uh, Bumble as well is, is definitely more dating orientated. Coffee meets bagel. Don't even fucking bother. Um, all of those other apps. Don't even fucking worry. It's like Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, like the Holy Trinity, right? <laughs> Is there, do you use different photos for each one? Like, it's like all sexy on Tinder and then more like, here's me with a puppy on Hinge or it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely do that if you want. Like on Tinder, you can make like a very sexual sort of profile and you would match with a certain type of girl. And then it's like, you could have sort of like a more relationship orientated profile where you have the puppy and you have like a shot with your fucking mom cooking food or some shit. Like, um, so varying that up will help you a lot. Cause obviously if you have one profile and you've got like a shirtless shot and you're holding like a fucking BDSM crop or something, like you're not going to get those relationships. You also don't want to be mixed messages. You don't want one shirt, you know, shirtless picture holding a BDSM equipment and the next uh, picture with mom baking cookies. I think that's kind of, is the wrong Exactly. It's kind of like, it's just like marketing. Um, and I used to work in marketing actually. I was like my background, but that's you like, the, like a certain the, audience, right? You got a screen. Like. I did the same thing. I, I, I worked at a, a marketing company called AgFresh for a while, and I was just writing the stories, writing these like, like fake articles up for this, uh, you know, for this ad. And then we had to find the right pictures that evoke an emotional feeling. And sometimes it was like the most weirdest stuff, but you're like, all right, this invokes an emotion. And you start getting a sense of like what will do that and what is just another generic, you know, nothing. So I, that makes sense of a marketing background. Definitely. And I mean, it could be surprising sometimes. And a lot of it is just handling perceptions, like knowing certain perceptions that women have, guys sort of counteracting them and playing with them. And, and yeah, it's very much like you attract what you are. It's like what your profile is, you're going to find your female opposite a lot, the, a lot of the time. So I like your company name, like Evolved Social, because everybody's all, you know, going on about like, I am, you know, 
seductionpussyjuice.com or like, you know, whatever. But I like the idea of Evolved Social and like growing for it. How did you come up with that name? What is the core mission for Evolved Social? What are you like really trying to do with guys? So like, I mean, ultimately it was like my housemates were actually starting a company and they were going to call it Evolved Social. And they were more like these guys were very much into sort of like meditation and like inner game and like spirituality and sort of shit like that, right? So they very much had this idea of like, you know, you evolve as a person. And then I came along and originally I was just going to be part of it, sort of teaching text game and shit like that. But I really liked the name and it had a good sort of ring to it. it and, you know, I did kind of like the message and I liked that it's not like... Yeah, like you said, it's not like seduction, pussy, whatever the fuck. Like. <laughs> so is it, is it just you with Evolve Social or is there other, other coaches involved? Like how does it, if I came to Evolve Social, what would, you know, what would be something I would expect? So I've got like one main assistant coach, but he doesn't um, show his face to the public because he has like a career or whatever. So yeah, he helps yeah. out sort of um, behind the scenes and stuff like that. But yeah, mainly it's me running it. Uh, but yeah, I'm hiring people as photographers. I think, you know, like these companies that have multiple coaches, it can be very hard to make that work. And there's a lot of like drama and bullshit. So I'm quite happy. You know, no. There's no drama in this industry. What are you talking about? Nah, no drama at all. Man. No, everybody gets along. <laughs> no egos, none of that shit. <laughs> so you're, you mean, you got the Australian accent, you're a good looking dude. You obviously seem, you know, well calibrated. What got you into this whole industry? What, what was your like start? Were you, were you? A well, I mean, I found game? out about RSP and shit. What was that? I mean, I was like a big nerd. I played Magic Gathering, comic book shit, complete virgin. Like I'm talking, I was around before RSD or like not before, but like when it just started, like 2006 era. Like when did you first get into this and like what? like attracted to you to it? How did you like discover this crazy world? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was super fucking shy in like high school shit. So I was always like very socially inhibited, just like didn't talk to people. And then I kind of found out about like RSD, like a whole bunch of other people, like Elliot Hulse and shit like that. And that kind of got me out of my comfort zone and made me just like start walking up to people and just like getting out of my comfort zone. And then that turned into... So, like, going out to clubs, doing pickup, day game, all this sort of fucking shit. Um, knew about that for five years, but it wasn't, like, my entire life. And then, you know, at a certain point, I just sort of, like, went full into it when I was in Melbourne. Just met, like, the best guys here. Um, there's a whole bunch of really good people in Melbourne. Like, it's one of the best spots um, in terms of, like, you know, dudes that are good at pickup and shit like that. So, you know, I met all them. And then... Yeah, it was like with working and marketing and shit like that. It's just like I didn't have the time to keep going out. So then I, that's when I turned to like online dating because it's a much more like time effective way of doing dating in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's if the business, it's, it's paid advertisement. It's like a, you can nonstop to approaches without even leaving a house in your underwear. Like it's the easiest, most, it's really the most efficient way possible of doing it, you know, versus just, like walking a day and trying to find the next one, the next one, the next one is like 20 minutes goes by. You can't even talk to a girl. Yeah. And I mean, you can make it very systematic as well. Like even the way I message, it's like never have to think about it because I've had like every conversation happen before, you know? So it's like, I have these lines that I've used before and it's like, 
I'm never stuck. I know exactly what to say. Like, <laughs> are, are you are you cool with giving out some of the secrets then in terms of the texting? Like, what's a good uh, opener for Tinder, Bumble? What's a good, like, well, I get Bumble, they have to approach it. But they, they always suck. They always seem just like, hey, they don't really put any work into it. So well, what's you go like, hey, just say, like, is that your best pickup line? Like, <laughs> like, really? like I thought I'd better than hey. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet you use that on every guy. You just, like, flip the rolls. Like, Love it. Um, in terms of, like, openers on Tinder and Hinge, like, you are just my type is really good. Or, like, you seem like my kind of girl. They work because they bait the girl into um, wanting to know what your type is, right? Because when you say you are just my type, she's always, even if she fucking hates you, she's going to be like, well, what type does he think I am? What do you say to that? You just say boobs or? Nah, you don't say boobs. Um, usually you, you have to do it sort of like based on a profile. So you, you kind of, you actually kind of psychoanalyze her profile and you think like, I mean, you can't do it genuinely, but I guess the most effective way is you just analyze her profile and then think, what is she actually going to respond well to? Right. So <laughs> is she like an artsy type? Is she a party going type? Is she more of like, you know, like a... I find like a lot of the lawyers randomly. I don't know if it's because I'm Jewish or they just would know like this is what the this is the algorithm. We've got the Jew algorithm for you. Here's a bunch of lawyers, but I, I've been seeing that a lot online. So there's there really is a whole myriad of type of girl from the party type to the more like studious, quiet type I've seen. Beyond that, like um, just thinking about a girl's personality, like how easily is she triggered? Um, you know how sort of like feminine or submissive would she consider herself? Like more on like a psychological level. Like, is she sarcastic? Is she bubbly? Is she positive? Is she negative? More shit like that. So like, my, like it's basically like a cold read. So you'll say you are just my type. They're like, well, what's your type? And then I would say something like, you know, cute, adventurous, cheeky with a dash of sass. Um, you know, like obviously a softy. Or like, you could put anything. You could put like, um, yeah, cute, like adventurous. A dash. dash of anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dash. You, you just put like any fucking adjective, but it's always like something that, yeah, you think she'll respond well to. Because if you say something like, you know, cute, adventurous, into dominant men with great oral skills, and then she's like a fucking church girl, um, she's going to be like, what the fuck? And just like unmatch. So like you have to, yeah, you have to do that, that sort of research. And you get better at just being able to tell based on their profile. Yeah, you, you see patterns of the different types of girls that you come across. And you can kind of tell, like, all right, based on the last 50 women who kind of had this look and this kind of writing, I can tell that this one is going to probably be in that category. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, the same thing with teasing and shit, too. Like, if you um, playfully tease a girl on something, it's, like, there are some girls that would get very triggered. And there are other girls that can handle, like, sarcasm and teasing and, and shit that's, like, yeah, a bit, like, off the walls. So yeah, it's like it's always catering your. Are you um, you know, during these times, like, what's a good idea for taking them on dates now? Like, are you just having them come to your place and being like, "Yo, daddy's home," or is it like, "Let's go for a walk"? Because I know some places <laughs> aren't even aren't even open, right? So like, what what are the good date ideas during these Corona times? I know some guys do like virtual dates. Yeah, so I mean, in Australia, virtual dates. Ah, uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of virtual dates, really, to be honest. Um, in Australia, like lockdowns probably aren't as harsh 
as it is for you in America. But like still there's like social distancing and bars and shit like that. So generally, yeah, it's a really good time to just go sexual because you can get them, you know, straight to your house. Um, you know, like that's fine, but you gotta, you gotta sort of have that sort of profile. It's going to be very incongruent if you don't have a sexual profile and then you try to sort of like get them over to your house. It's like, they want to know your intention. You don't just like be creepy about it. Um, other thing, other ideas is like a park that, that sort of works. Like let's, uh, split a bottle at a park. Let's, uh, have a picnic. <laughs> you or if you want a puppy, you can go to the dog park. Make it even more fun. Yeah, I mean, you, you could do that too. Um, but practically anywhere but fucking bars. <laughs> because, like, social distancing, all that bullshit just makes it so difficult. Oh, yeah. Um, and you've got to sit at a table, like, apart, for, across from them, and you can't even leave to go to the bar together. So one person has to stay, the other person has to go. So it's like, you can't even get physical, like, on a date. It's like... It's tough. It's like, there's no drinking. The bars aren't open. You can't get physical. You have to only do like daytime stuff. It's like, it's either, it's like very polarizing. It's either like nothing could possibly happen. It's the worst scenario. Or she's over to your place watching a movie with while you guys are drinking. It's like, it's very polarizing in terms of what you might get at I've seen. Exactly. Yeah. It's very unpredictable. And I think, yeah, there are a lot of girls that are just kind of like bored at home and they're just like, fuck it. I, yeah, I realized there was a bit of a surge when this first happened and then people started taking it a little bit seriously. So it kind of decreased, but now it's sort of coming back. Yeah. We're, we're still, we're still a little fucked in America, but you know, we're making it, we're making it come back. Hopefully in a year from now, when people are listening to this, they're like, okay, well that was a crazy time. Now we can do like proper strategies, have like, you know, actually make things work. So this is a fun question I want to give to all my, you know, British and Australian friends out there. How nice is it when you come to America and the girls hear that accent? Is it just like, this is incredible? Because <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. It doesn't work in reverse. Like, I went to Melbourne, and no Australian girls give a shit about the American accent. So it, it doesn't work in reverse. I haven't actually been to America yet, but, yeah, from what I've heard, wow. it's, it's going to be good. It's, <laughs> it. it's stupid. It's like, it's, imagine if, like, every time you talked, it's like a girl saw you with a puppy. It's, it's like it's like that. It's like just having a puppy wherever you go based on the way you speak. That does sound pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, and so I used to work for a, a British company called PUA Training like back in the day. So it was like me, the American guy, and then every other coach in the company was this British guy. So I had to compete on the same level as that. And I'm like, this is so not fair. Like, this is... It's such bullshit when you guys are here, and all you motherfuckers are British, and I gotta like compete here. It was it was unreal. Yeah, nah, nah, you're right. Yeah, the the U.S. accent really isn't much of a DHV down here. <laughs> and you know why? I think it's the movies. I think the movies fucked us. They're like people are just used to hearing the accents. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We just like associate it with like assholes and stuff, like. <laughs> Yeah, you can associate with Thor. Like, it's just not the same. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of, um, what can people expect? Let's say, you know, they come to Evolve Social, they take the best photographs, they get the best, you know, angles, even if you look like Pierce, you know, all that stuff. Uh, what can they expect in terms of changing it around? Like, let's say you're a guy who's used to getting maybe five matches a week, right? Like, you get, like, nothing to a month. Two or in Pierce case, two a month, okay? 
The guy gets two a month, all right? If you're used to that and you get the right pictures, what kind of change can guys expect? So, like, it is, yeah, very dependent on, like, SMV. Like, I've seen anywhere from, like, 50 matches a week to, like, 500 matches a week and above that. So, yeah, it does depend, yeah, on your SMV. And, yeah, every time I've done a profile, you know, it's been slightly different results. But, yeah, it, it is very dependent. Everyone has a certain potential, and it is kind of capped. That is kind of the truth of it. <laughs> it's like, you capped at 50, all right? You'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm but not capped. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that said, like, um, at the end of the day, like, if you have really good texting, you can convert those, you know, those matches. Yeah, so I mean, I'm thinking of doing something like that for my next retreat. I'm going to be doing, um, you know, heading over to Kiev. I'm going to try, you know, knock on wood. And I would like to do more stuff with online um, and get pictures taken. I don't know how much you charge for it, but like, ever think of going to Kiev and doing a workshop there? Yeah, I definitely want to travel to like, yeah, all different places and, and just fucking, yeah, do this and maybe do speeches and, and stuff like that, promote my product once it's out. What, um, how much is it, like, if you don't, if you don't mind, maybe it's different per person or what they pick, but what's the normal uh, charge or cost for you revamping somebody's profile? So normal over here in Australia, like 700 AUD. Okay, so 500, yeah, that's not bad at all. That's, that's, a, that's great. Five hundred bucks in U.S. Or just like make, I'm making a quick guess conversion here to completely actually make Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, everyone work for you. Like that's amazing. Yeah, definitely big time, and it's like for the rest of their life too. It's like once you have a profile that generates fucking likes, it's like you can go to any city you want and just get fuck tons of you know matches, dates, all that shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing you can tell them like this is the angle that works for you. Like turn your head all the way around. This angle works for you. Like, I'm sure you can like come up with whatever for them, so they know also for the future when their friends. Yeah, I mean, like, hey. I also bring like clothes to the shoots as well, so it's like kind of like the angles, but it's like the overall look. It's like okay. certain looks are gonna work for certain people, and you know others not. That can completely transform a person. Like, you know, you tell someone that wears glasses all the time not to wear glasses, and it's like you know shit like that, or like. Um, someone may have long hair and they have it out and then I get them to put it in a bun and wear like a fucking fedora hat or something. It's like all of a sudden their SMB goes up by like fucking two points. Totally, yeah, it's a complete game changer at that point. Yeah, so it's all those little hacks and just it, from my perspective, it's just like being able to visualize this person's like, yeah, best sort of look. Just like the best version of themselves, really. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, now, as... As far as the other side of things going, I know you, let's talk about the product yet coming up. Uh, it basically covers everything when online. It covers the attraction, the fashion, the texting, the pictures, the profile. I mean, but in your own words, what can people expect uh, with, the, with the latest product coming up? The way I see it, like it's really designed for, you know, dudes that want to get their entire dating life handled, but they just want to do it through online dating apps, right? So they don't want to go out Instead, they just want to do it in there. So it's like, I've even got shit on date game and, you know, even sex itself and in a game. And it's like, um, but yeah, it's like they'll learn how to text to actually get meetups. 
they'll learn how to generate you know, create those profiles that actually get the likes you know fashion um and then like to actually, how to actually be on the date and and stuff like that as well so it's kind of just comprehensive it's just like everything it's like you could take a guy that wasn't getting any success with women give him my product and yeah it'd be consistently running dates on online dating apps and going through that journey just in a different medium amazing i mean is this is it out right now or no or is it still like in the works yeah it's still in the works so it's going to be a few months there's going to be some yeah, some shit I'm working on with tech guys as well. So that's going to be pretty interesting. All right, very cool. And what? It's going to be some automated systems in there. <laughs> All right. And, you know, if guys want to learn more about you, they want to, you know, they want this, you know, in a few months, or like, give it to me now, or maybe you can give me a sneak, sneak peek, or they want to hire you for a photo session, uh, what's the best way to contact you, find you? Where can guys go? Um, just hit me up on Facebook, Hudson Greening, and yeah, just message me there. Uh, make sure you join the Facebook page, Evolve Social, and yeah, constantly posting in there, giving feedback on profiles, so yeah, it's good. Beautiful. All right, so you guys heard it. Uh, go meet up with Hudson Greening on Facebook, the Evolve Social uh, you know, Facebook page, and it's a one-stop shop where you can get your entire online presence sorted, taken care of, figured out. And let's be real, that is the future of, of dating. So thank you, Hudson, for you know coming up with this for us. Oh, I, th I think you got pause there, but or some technical But once again, it's Hudson uh, greeting with the Evolve Social. Make sure to check him out. Really, really, you know, Kyber's on some amazing stuff.